Good morning, everybody. So good to be with you this morning. Uh, we are broadcasting live from I uh, from the studio this morning. Uh, we're filming Last Evangelist. Uh, it's filming Last Evangelist episode two. Uh, it's called the insertion. But uh, right now, I'm going to wait for everybody to come in uh, and. Uh, Hopefully we'll have Shanita with us. And um, I, Shanita, if you're uh, listening and you're not able to come in, uh, <clears throat> you can email uh, me the um, the prayer request, and uh, we'll be praying for people this morning. Listen, folks, let me tell you something. We've been shooting uh, Last Evangelist episode two for the past couple of days. Um, <clears throat> we just shot late last night, and. Uh, I'm telling you, God is with us because of your prayers, okay? It's your prayers um, that, that create the protection that we need because there's so much demonic attack uh, with God's people, especially when you're doing something like last evangelist. Uh, you really want to be, uh, have that hedge of protection around you. Good morning, Shelly. Uh, good morning, family. Alice, good morning. Good to be with you this morning. Uh, we're just going to keep uh, keep the chat open. And um, uh, we're going to be, uh, <clears throat> well, we've got our doors open. I'm, I'm just going to, you know, uh, let this morning be led by the Holy Spirit. Um, see what God has to say this morning. I've got my uh, coffee here, my morning coffee. We'll talk about that. I just, and I know I've said this before, but I just love drinking coffee and reading the Bible. I just love it. I love uh, uh, praising God. And I know it's got caffeine in it. I know it's got caffeine, but I think we get hung up on all this stuff. See, if there was no medical establishment telling us that something's good, something's bad, something has caffeine in it, how would we even know? All we would know is we'd pick some some beans off a tree, we'd put it in hot water, we'd drink it, and man, we'd really love it. You know, God be blessing us. That's called coffee, but no, no, you gotta, you know, have all this technical scientific stuff that just takes God's creation and turns it into some wacko, you know, whatever you wanna call it. Well, no wonder Starbucks. Figure that one, you ever seen the emblem on Starbucks? Not gonna get into it this morning, but it has something to do with knowing the real Jesus. Good morning, Diane. Good to have you here with us. Um, Opal, good Good morning, Opal. Opal was on the set yesterday. We were filming the police station where they were arresting the Christians, um, putting them in jail. Uh, one of the reasons they were arresting them is because uh, uh, a lady punched a guy in the nose for reading a story to her child in the public library. Well, why'd she punch him in the nose? Well, he was a uh, he was a crossdresser. He was a man dressed as a woman. Well, that's against the law to do that, and they arrested her. Uh, another guy was brought in, and she uh, had a, a a son that wanted to be a, a girl, and uh, she started reading him the Bible, and that's against the law, unless unless you know. <laughs> According to the government, 
you'll see behind me, know the real Jesus. This is government propaganda poster in Last Evangelist. And they're selling the Transformation Bible, this new Bible down here, where they take out all of the things that are not politically correct, culturally correct, and also the things that are going to drive you into hell because the scripture, they're taking out scripture that tells the truth, they have it for their own agenda. And they have these posters up that say, know the real Jesus. All right. The question is, who is the real Jesus? Well, that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Who is the real Jesus? In these last days, this is going to be the deception. This is the deception. Okay. Um, so I welcome you guys. Welcome, Linda. Melinda. Shalom, everybody. Uh, uh, so glad to have you guys here. So, um, Let's get into this. Let's get into it and let's let's dissect this, folks, what this really means, what who the enemy is, how he's operating in these last days and exactly what is his agenda. David, his agenda is to take us to hell. I do. I understand that. But we have to know the tactics of the enemy. What is the enemy doing in order to take people to hell? You know, is it he causes them to be a prostitute? Is it he causes them to be a pimp? Is he caused them to be tied up in their addiction? Well, yes, that can be a part of it. But no, that is not the 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 that is not the full story. See, folks, <clears throat> we have to remember that much of the of the New Testament, if you want to call it that, there's no such thing as a New Old Testament. It's all God's writing. Is based upon the religious system. They had a religious system. It was apostate. It was from the pits of hell. John the Baptist said that, called them sons of hell, these Pharisees and these scribes. And Jesus came and he came against religion. Religion nailed Jesus on the cross with the help of the government, of course. But you see, folks, we don't deal with the prostitutes and the drug dealers and all that. Yes, we do. But that is not who we need to focus on. We need to focus on deception. Who is the real Jesus? If we are deceived and we don't understand who the real Jesus is, what good is it to try to fight addiction? What good is it to try to deal with drug dealers, prostitutes, any kind of sin at all, if you don't know the real Jesus? This is why it's important for us to know the real Jesus. All right. Let's do this. Why don't we go to, um, let's go to uh, 2 Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12. All right, 2 Thessalonians 7 through 12. Oh, 2 Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12. Now folks, it's important to have your Bibles. Okay, this is our church on Sunday morning. It's just as important. It's to be respected just as much as if you would go into some church, sit down, uh, and I'm not because of me. I'm nobody. I'm nothing. God just using a piece of clay, what I believe to do to get across something. And I couldn't get it across without you because two or more are gathered in his name. There he will be. So you must understand that when you chat, when you send in prayer requests, when you're praying during this, this time uh, together, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about God. But it's about you and I coming together. And there God is. Right. All right, let's go to 2 Thessalonians 2, 1, uh, 2 Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12. 
For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work. The secret power of lawlessness. We're going to find out what that is. But the one now who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. That's Christ. That's God. We'll hold back the man of sin until, until he decides he's taken it out of the way. Then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. He's going to come on a white horse. His tongue is a sword. It will slay the dragon, slay the beast Okay, in these last days. So you must understand the secret power of the lawless one is now at work. He's warring for the souls of your family, for the souls of your friends, people you work with. If you don't know the Lord, if you're deceived, he's warring for you. The only thing Satan is praying for, if he prays at all, well, he does, he prays to the, to the darkness, is that time will end. Because his enemy is time. If he can deceive people until the Lord comes back, he knows he wins. But God wants all to be saved, if that were possible. God is a patient God. He's a loving God, but he's a just God. He will not tolerate sin forever. See, people, I'm sorry I'm addicted. I, I keep on. Yes, you might be addicted, but let me tell you something. If you're out there and you're praying to God, you're falling, but you're praying to God, getting up and God loves you. He's not going to abandon you. I'm talking sin. I'm talking when people turn to the pits of hell and, and they worship it. I'm talking these six flags over Jesus churches. I'm talking apostate religion. They've made their own Jesus, just like they did when Jesus walked the face of the earth. They had their own God. The father of lies, those sons of hell. We're dealing with a religious system that's apostate. Sure, you're struggling with your sin. Sure, you're struggling. I understand. I struggle too. But that doesn't mean you're going to hell. It means that you're going through hell. You understand? It doesn't mean you're going to hell. It means you're going through hell. But you're going to be delivered. You are being delivered. You must believe that. Your family's not saved. You're praying for them. You must believe God will deliver Verse 8, and the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. Here's how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that will serve the lie. Now, folks, how is he going to use signs and wonders? Do you think people that don't know God, don't believe in God, don't care about God, are going to pay any attention to signs and wonders? Some will. Yes, some will. But who's looking for these signs and wonders is the religious system, is the apostate religious system. They want these signs and wonders, and it's signs and wonders from hell. And they will fall for it. They're doing it now. Yoga in the church, tarot card readings, new age in the church. It's all over. Verse 10, in all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. Folks, let me tell you something. Sinners on the street, the normal Joe, 
God's not sending them a powerful delusion. There's no need. They're delude. I mean, Satan's not sending a powerful delusion. And neither is God sending a powerful delusion. There is no delusion. They're already deluded. They're already looking at illusions, illusions of they don't need to listen to God, don't need to care about God. They don't know God. You see, Satan uses signs and wonders. That's an illusion. And God sends a powerful delusion. It's the religious that are going to be have the delusion because they think that will be God. Verse 12, and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth, but have delighted in wickedness. What is that wickedness? That wickedness is knowing the fake Jesus, not the real Jesus. Folks, this poster is not about the real Jesus. This is the poster in Last Evangelist, episode two. It's government propaganda. They've got their own Bible. So don't tell me this isn't going to be coming because it's coming down the road. Try living like Jesus. Try speaking like Jesus. For real. I don't mean reading the, some scripture that's safe. I'm talking about the tough scriptures, the true, the, the, the real stuff, the meat. You got pastors in jail. Because they stand on the word of God, because they read the word of God, because they act like Jesus act when he walked the face of the earth. This is where you and I need to be. Truth. Truth and spirit. All the way. All right. Let's um, let's see who's in chat here this morning. Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. Shelly's yeah, Lisa's here. Shelly's here. Michael's here. God bless you all. Thanks for uh Thanks for being with us. Love you guys. Um, like I said, we've been shooting last evangelist episode two for the past uh, couple of days. And uh, if you guys are interested in supporting us, well, first of all, please pray for us. Um, you can go to lastevangelist.com and you can uh, help us support episode two. Uh, you can donate, pray for us. Um, if you'd like to help work on the set, you can do that too. You can call 844-806-0006. But become a part of the ministry if God lays that on your heart. We need your help. Um, if you'd like to support us financially, you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash give. Um, we sure welcome you guys. We have over 600 prayer warriors. If you need prayer, I want you to uh, email them to admin at davidhevener.tv. Uh, during this broadcast, we're going to be praying for you and um, because we love you. All right. Um, all right. Um, MLC, love David's excellent program. God bless you, MLC. I love you too. Um, Lisa, say amen, Pastor. I got my Bible. That's right, Lisa. I don't know if Lisa's from Houston or not. It's just, no, Houston, Houston, sorry. Uh, you guys tell me where you're from if you're chat. Let me know. Uh, uh, let me know where you're at here. Uh, blessings from Lakeland, Florida. We got someone here from Lakeland, Florida. Um, reach the masses. I love that. Reach the masses. 
uh, Diane's here, David. I invited several people to join this morning, but immediately got a few responses that I don't do online church and I'm not interested in listening to any preacher or evangelist. <laughs> what? Well, I can understand don't do the online church, but I'm not interested in listening to any creature. Am I a creature? I guess I'm God's creature. Maybe, maybe uh, Diane, you meant to say preacher or evangelist. But you know what, Diane? God bless you for inviting people. Let them say no. Let them say no. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I think it's Ezekiel. And I'm going to paraphrase. God told Ezekiel, said, you see a problem? Ezekiel, I'll tell you what to do. You see the train coming, you blow that trumpet. Because if you don't, their blood is on your hands. But if you blow it and they turn away, their blood is on their hands. So, Diane, their blood is not on your hands. Okay? We must tell people about the true Jesus. Not this real Jesus. Not that. That's government. But about the true Jesus. And, folks, let me tell you something. Most churches, and I'm going to say this pretty bold, most churches are either deceived or they are deceivers, meaning they're deceived. Hopefully they'll come into truth. Or they know they're deceived and they decide to buy the lie. They've made a choice. So they are deceivers. They're part of the Antichrist system. They're all part of the Antichrist system. Anytime you're not part of the Christ system, the real system, you're part of the Antichrist system. Okay, so let's get that straight. Jesus is not into lukewarm, right? We're not into lukewarm. Rather for you to be hot, great. Rather for you to be cold, okay. Why? Why cold? Because at least you're taken aside. At least you know who you are. You see, it, at least the prostitute, again, the, the drug dealer, the whatever, they know they are cold. The atheist, they are cold. They know that, they'll admit that. I am. I'm cold. I don't want God. I don't love God. I don't need God. They're cold. But it's the church that says, oh, yeah, I've got God. I know God. But doesn't do the things of God. That's lukewarm. Jesus will spew them out of his mouth. You don't want to be God's varm vomit. David, you are speaking the truth. We pray. We pray they start preaching real word, not tickling ears. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Reach the masses. Oh, could you believe uh, Caroline says, thanks, Shelly, love, light. Um, Diane says, uh, speak the truth with boldness. Amen. Can you imagine, folks? If you woke up on a Sunday morning, I don't know why churches do church on Sunday. You know, that's another pagan holiday. But I don't want to get into that because that's a whole other subject. But but woke up on Sunday morning, because most of them do churches on Sunday morning. Imagine it. All over the world. Preachers spoke the truth spoke the truth, threw away their bulletins. 
threw all of their throw all of the music people off the stage with the smoke and the lights and whatever. Get real. Let the Holy Spirit preach the sermon. Don't have something prepared that, you know, by some secretary at the Baptist Association and send it to you. Forget about that preacher. If you're dealing, let me tell you something. Preacher, if you're listening to me, if you happen to stumble across this, if you're preaching week after week from some cookie cutter booklet, or you're doing a Bible study from some cookie cutter booklet, you need to beware because you may be held accountable because you don't know who put that booklet. Are you telling me that God says, excuse me, they have a book. Uh, now, since they have this book, I need to abide by it. Oh, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna read uh, uh, Luke. So since they're reading Luke, I, 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 I have to abide by that. No, let me tell you something. God will tell you what to read. God will tell you what to say. You let God lead that service. Folks, listen, I prepare in a way I put things roughly on a sheet. But then I say to God, God, this is what my carnal mind has come up with, but I believe I have the mind of Christ and I'm believing that many of the things I've written down and I'm praying that, that you are speaking, that you will condone. But then I give it to God. I may go on at the beginning of a broadcast and God says something completely different and I have to adhere to it, folks. It's what God has to say, not what I have to say. So if you're listening to a preacher and he's got some, some phony uh, planned sermon that he did you know, four weeks ago, you need to run the other direction because that question is God even in that. Reach the masses, says the eyes of many. Some churches are looking at the money coming in the member. Yeah, that's right. Build up that congregation. Build it up with every butt in the seat. They'll drop a dollar, maybe 20, you know. Maybe they'll die and leave their house. This is how these big mega ministries are made, folks. People follow them for years. They die, leave everything to them, and then they've inherited another million dollars. Okay? And you and I are here with God. God's here with us, actually. And, you know, obviously it does take money to do what we're doing, but... That cannot ever be the number one force, the number one driver. It can't even be number two. Let God take care of that. Okay? Diane says, that's why I show up here. I never did like going to a rock concert. Sunday pep rally type church service. Hello, that's great. You go, Diane. Uh, just uh, Lisa says, just saw that the Lutheran church my son joined in the 90s, just hired its first gay pastor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let me tell you something. Let's talk about that, a gay pastor. Hire a gay pastor, it's ridiculous. Not sad. Let me tell you something, even sadder. When you got pastors in the pulpit addicted to pornography, they're addicted to pornography. Nobody wants to call that out. I've interviewed guests, ex-hookers, women caught up in human trafficking. They've said they've gone into churches to speak. They've looked out over the congregation. They've seen some of their clients in that congregation. One said, even the pastor, 
was her client. Folks, listen, there are many good pastors, okay? But we have to tell the truth. There's pastors preaching against sexual perversion, talk about transsexual, gay, but then they are involved in pornography. They need to clean themselves up. Lisa said, you actually said my last night, right? All right, let's see. Uh, oh, Lisa, thank you, love you, Pastor, love you too, God bless you. Um, <laughs> now it says my old pastor recycles his sermons. That's one of the reasons he's my old pastor. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, all right? God laid in my heart. I have never missed one show. It's not me. It's God. I, I, I miss many things, but because God is in this, I haven't missed the show. Please don't think I'm talking about me. I'm not I'm talking about God. Give me God all the glory. Uh, I, I, I have to, because I've had people say, David, take a vacation. Don't do Sunday morning. Don't do Monday night. Don't do it. Take a vacation. I go, okay, well, I take a vacation. Who's going to show up and do, who's going to do what I do, right? And they, then they say, well, why don't you run an old show? One that's, you know, oh, you've already done. I said, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Uh, you want me to run an old show, one I've already done? and expect that God is gonna show up during that show, and I've already done it. Now I'm not saying he won't show up and he won't bless it, but I better be really sure when I run an old rerun that God is into reruns. See, I don't think God's into reruns. <laughs> I think God is, is into, um, into, into uh, what do you call, uh, prime time. First run, he's not into reruns. He's into, into first runs. And this is why I'm with you as much as I can be. Um, let's see, Dazan says, and I think I, I got my guitar coming in here. Um, says, since Father Yahweh opened my eyes, I can not go back uh, to soft words and lies. When I started reading the Bible, I was in awe and was very angry. I sat in church all those years and never heard the truth. She was angry and so was I. I was angry. We have my guitar coming in here? Yes. All right. I got the crew showing up on the set here and uh, it might be a little bit noisy. Anyway, let, let's get back to... Um, <laughs> Alice says, I would be so, so disappointed to come to church and find a rerun. <laughs> uh, they, say you can't, they say if you can't find a good church, it's probably something to do with you. I guess it's just me and thousands of other people. You know, I have to address that. I've had people tell me that. I said, I just can't find a church. I, I don't say good church, but a church that... Um, uh, thank you, Betty. God bless you. Betty's such a blessing. She's here helping on the set of Last Evangelist. But I, I, I've, uh, been, I've looked for church, right? Uh, and I don't want to say good church because I don't think there is a good church. I just think it's, it's a God church, right? 
But I've had people say, David, the reason you can't find a good church is because is because you're you are not a good person. All right. So we probably don't need to set up and stuff until we finish the the uh, the show. But um, you don't need to be a good person to find a God church. See, God's church is looking for broken people, right? Jesus said, I came, I didn't come for the, for the healthy, I came for the sick. I came for the sick. I didn't come for those who say they can see, I came for those who know they're blind, who admit they're blind and they can't see. So don't let anybody tell you that you can't find a good church because you're not a good person, that a church that you look at is a reflection of you. When you see a Six Flags Over Jesus church, you call it out. You do not become a part of it. I've had people tell me, you know, however you look at Los Angeles at Hollywood, if you look at it with, with disgust, it's because you're a disgusting person. That's a lie. It's a lie from hell. Hollywood is disgusting. Now I'm talking about Satan's Hollywood. And we call it out. Hey, we have our own congregation here. Is Betty and uh, oh, right yeah. here? Where are you guys? They're here? Oh, yeah. Where? All right. Coach and Michelle and Lisa are on their way. All right, good. And Shanita's on her way. Are you going to join us with a prayer request? Okay. Um, so I visited a church and they were checking everyone's temperature. Really? Seriously? You mean even recently? Even recently? Yeah. All right. Let's go to um, let's go to next scripture, John. 12 40 50 john 12 40 50 um john 12 40 50 all right uh get your bibles john 12 40 50 40 through 50 is blinded the eyes and hardened their hearts so that they can neither see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts nor turn and would heal them now listen let me tell you something he's not talking about the, the people on the street he's talking about the religious system David, how do you know? Because the people on the street aren't even looking for God. How are you going to blind somebody's eyes if you're not even looking at something? They're blinded anyway. But somebody who's religious, they think they can see. But they're blind. But he's hardened their hearts. Their hearts at one time may have been right. You can't harden something that's already hard. The people on the street, and I'm using an analogy, their hearts are hard. They have no consciousness of God. It's the ones that think they know God. They think they know the real Jesus. Well, they do. This is, like I said, government propaganda. They know the real Jesus, which is the fake Jesus. 41, Isaiah said this because he saw 
Jesus' glory and spoke about him. Yet at the same time, many even came among the, the leaders who believed in him. Now we're bringing in the religious people. These are some people from those churches that you've tried to go to, that you've tried to tell the truth. Yeah, they're coming over. They're, they're listening to what you have to say. They're listening to the truth. But let's see what, what they do. What do they do about it? But because many, because these Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith and fear, they would be put out of the synagogue. Folks, they may be listening to you, hearing you, even agreeing with you. But they're not going to come with you. They're not going to step over to the side of truth. Why? Verse 43, they love human praise more than praise from God. It's scary, isn't it? What happened to Betty and Reba? They were in here. Well, you know how you drink coffee when you come to church? Right. There's an effect that coffee has on people. Okay, they had to take a bathroom break. But there's right. no bathroom here. Oh, so I don't, let's not go there. Away. They're All taking right. a bathroom break, but there's no bathroom here. But thank God we have portable church. So we can always have church online wherever we That's are. Right. <laughs> we have port a church. That's a good name. David, what do you, what has God done? Uh, How's he using you in your life? Well, we have a port church here. All right. Um, all right. <laughs> They love the praise of, they loved human praise more than praise from God. Folks, this is what we're dealing with. What we're dealing with, Shanita? Talk to me, you guys. They love, people love to be praised by humans. They love to be praised by themselves. They love, they want to be liked. I ask preachers, I say, uh, uh, how many people hate you? Oh, no people to hate me then you're not preaching the truth preacher what about that scripture jesus said they'll hate me they'll hate you well that got yanked out of this bible right here the government bible what about it no let's keep going here let's keep going so let me ask you this question and we all are guilty of this, I am. No, no matter where we are in our walk and our level of understanding with God, there are times that we turn our back on God, that we could have said something, that we could have stood up, that we could have done something, but we didn't. Don't feel bad. Look at one of the disciples closest to Christ. The rooster crowed three times. Mm -hmm. He denied Christ. Mm -hmm. She needed a Bible test. Who was it that denied Christ? The rock. Who's the rock? Peter. Peter. That's right. Peter. The rock. Denied God. Three times he said, God, I'm paraphrasing God. I will always be with you. I, I'm there with you. Don't worry about it. I got your back. <laughs> Man, that's when Satan steps in. And that's when he does a number. And God knows that. God said, get behind me, Satan, to one of his disciples who was telling God what to do. Folks, we are children of God, but we do not. 
We do not use that as a badge that we wear with pride to belittle other people, to tell people we are greater than them. We do not do that because God will cause you and I to deny him three times, maybe even more. We thank God. We get on our knees. We say, Lord, we don't know why you chose us. We, I don't know why you chose me. I don't deserve you. I don't deserve any of this. I don't deserve to even have any of these thoughts, any of these words, to, to be with you all. I don't deserve this. But God, you use a piece of clay like me, a, a, a worthless a vapor, and you love me. You loved me to death with your last breath. And I praise you for it. I don't deserve it. It's your amazing grace. That's what we have to do. We have to stay in that place. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go back to um, back to our scripture here. Um, so Jesus cries out. Verse 44, we're in John 12, uh, 44. The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. You look at Jesus, you're seeing God. The real Jesus, not this guy. That's Satan. Gotta look at the real Jesus. Then you can see the Father. See, see they, they can't see the Father because they're not looking at the real Jesus. You can't get to the Father unless you go through Christ. That's why most churches aren't, they don't have God. They got their God. The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. I have come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in the darkness. If you believe in the real Jesus, the real Jesus, you're out of the darkness. Do you feel the bumps? Yes. You're still struggling? Yes. But you're out of the darkness. You can see because you admit you're blind. You're healed because you know you're sick. Verse 47, if anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person, for I did not come to judge the world but to save the world. There's a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. The very words I have spoken will condemn them in the last days. Folks, Jesus came to save the world, but he will come back to judge the world. Make no mistake. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, the real Jesus is Lord. Mm -hmm. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. I know that this uh, command leads to eternal life. So whatever I say is just, and whatever the Father has told me to say. Folks, you get rid of the government Bible. What's the government Bible? Does it exist? It exists now. They haven't literally taken scripture out in the physical, but they've done it in the spiritual. If you go into a church that refuses to talk about certain things, sexual perversion, killing babies, uh, it just goes on and on. If your pastor will not stand and preach against that, if the things do not follow these people, what things? Casting out demons, healing the sick, raising the dead, preaching the gospel. If they don't follow them, I'm not saying you have to do all of them, but you have to believe that you can. You have to work toward it. If it doesn't follow them, they have taken it out of the Bible. They have their own Bible. 
do not worship with people like that. There's too many demons floating around these church. Churches stay out of those places. So there's a lot of demons and uh, strip joints and mm-hmm. you know, uh, a lot of demons in Hollywood. Yeah, there are. But I guarantee you there's more demons in church. Mm. Apostate churches. Mm. Even churches that aren't because they're there trying to disarm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Alice says, I'd be so disappointed to come to a church and find a rerun. Yeah, I would too. I would too. If you guys want to get involved with Last Evangelist, uh, episode two, go to lastevangelist.com. Hey, if we had 20,000 people give a dollar, uh, we would have $20,000. We'd have enough to finish this show. Um, it's not the amount. It's the fact that you give. It It tells me you're there. It tells me that you appreciate it. Go to lastevangelist.com and, um, and be a giver. Uh, help us get this series made. Uh, we're filming it now. Okay, uh, Shanita, let me know if we have any prayer requests. And, um, we do. Yeah, Maya's 15. She's overdosed twice. And so we're Tammy's granddaughter. We're praying for her. Okay, Tammy's granddaughter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have a testimony from Alex. You know, like you said, after the repentance, that was when salvation showed up and started to bring affliction and suffering. Amen, Alex. You're so right. Yep. Yeah. You know, we accept Christ. That's just the beginning, man. The road starts getting rough, but we have joy. Mm -hmm. We overcome. You know, we're going to bask in God's amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, it saved, it saved a rich like me. I believe this song is, has a brand new meaning for us. There was a time that, that we were lost, worshiping, worshiping a fake Jesus, caught up in a lukewarm religion. But God has pulled us out of it, you and I. That's why we're together this morning, a humble little group. Because we're hungry for the truth. We're broken people, and we hunger for God. If that's you, if God has touched you this morning, I want you to sing this with a new attitude of amazing grace. Folks, he didn't have to, but he did. 
Amazing, Lord, amazing grace. Listen to the word, how sweet, sweet the sound that saved. It saved a rich girl like me. as I am right now, without one plea, I come to the throne, and I'm praising you. Praise God, praise God, just praise him, praise God, God, I praise you. I'm not perfect, I'm nowhere near it, I'm broken, but I'm praising you. I'm giving you all I have right here on bended knees. Forgive me my sin. I backslid. And I repent, Lord. I want to be back on track with you. Thank you, Lord, for always having your arms open for me. For always being there for me. Such a wonderful God. You say, Lord, I thought I knew you. And now I know I didn't know you. I don't know you, but I want to know you. I want to know the real Jesus. And right now, I accept. I accept the real Jesus right now. And I'm going to follow him. And I will not be ashamed of your son because he wasn't ashamed of me. I believe that he died for me on the cross. I will live for him all the days of my life. And I will die for him. Because I love you, Lord. Accept me. I praise you, Lord. If you prayed that prayer, God has written your name in the book of life. If you're struggling with addiction, if you're struggling with family members that, that don't know the Lord, you're struggling in a relationship and you're struggling with sickness. Right now, we're going to command a healing upon you, upon your family, upon your finances. We command that healing in Jesus' name. And we believe, God, that when your people cry out to you and ask you for something, we deliver. We thank you for delivering this morning. Such a wonderful book. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. 
Let's everybody sing. When we've been there 10,000 years. Oh, we need a big
amazing grace. Oh, how sweet, how sweet the sound that saved, that saved the rich. lost but now I see you see folks this is a daily walk mm -hmm. don't think we can't be blinded tomorrow Satan's always look looking to deceive mm -hmm. it's a it's a everyday walk it's a every hour every moment every second walk and we praise God that we are together that we are praising in truth and in spirit I love you guys. I appreciate you all. We're going to go back to filming this morning. Pray for us. Please go to lastevangelist.com. Consider uh, supporting us financially, praying for us. If you'd like to support this ministry, go to davidhevener.tv forward slash give. Consider becoming a monthly partner. Some of you have. I thank God for you. You have allowed this ministry to continue. Okay? You must understand that. That's so important. If you'd like to get product, well, thank you for your donation, Miriam. God bless you. I appreciate you. Uh, if you guys like to make a donation, I guess via YouTube, you can do that too. You don't. DavidHebner.tv/donate. Yeah, okay. go to DavidHebner.tv forward slash donate if you'd like to make a donation. Um, but if you'd like to get product, uh, Last Evangelist episode one DVD, or if you'd like to get the T-shirt, Legalize Jesus, or all of our product, um, hats, cups. Uh, go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order, or you can call 844-806-0006 uh, or text the word chosen to 91999. Shanita, we're going to sign off. Anything? I just feel like it's appropriate how you chose the song Amazing Grace because of all the songs sung in the Civil War Hospital, that's probably the one that was sung most frequently. Wow. Yeah, folks. Listen, I got to tell you something, and I'm going to share something with you. Uh, can you hold that? Okay, we're going to take a little trip before we go. I'm going to walk you through the set where we're filming Last Evangelist. This is an old Civil War hospital. Uh, I didn't say Civil War. I, I don't. Maybe it was World War One, um, but uh, I want to show you in back of. Well, let's go this way. Um, I want to show you what this thing looks like. Um, back here uh if you can see this uh that's that's what it looks like there it's uh uh <clears throat> i guess this might probably world war one maybe even civil war but you can tell because look at um look at this wheelchair here look at that uh wheelchair i think that's world war one yeah that's world war one but anyway we're filming uh in this place and uh uh we're so happy to, that they let us come in here and film. The place was built at the, the turn of the century. Um, but anyway, I love you guys. I appreciate you all. Uh, and remember, tomorrow night, Monday night, we're going to have a special guest talking about Agenda 31, how they are forcing people into slave camps. Okay, we're talking about that. 
7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday night. Go to davidhebner.tv. Watch it. Oh, if you haven't signed up to davidhebner.tv, go there and sign up now. It's the only place you can watch Last Evangelist, and we have over uh, 875 uh, original programs on there. All right? Go sign up. It's free. Uh, first 30 days. If you sign up for a year, you get two months free. All right? Love you guys. I appreciate you all, and God bless you.